Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book. And don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. It's me, G, and I'm here with Ola. Hi, hey. And the lovely Betty, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? I'm good. Good. I voted this morning. Congratulations. We're going to be, we're voting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You guys are voting for elections. We're voting for a referendum to give a voice to Indigenous people in government. That sounds like it's going to be spicy in the media. Oh, (laughs) mate, it's been interesting, (laughs) to say the least. Boomers are coming in hot. They always do. They always do. The Karens, the Bobs, the fucking Georges. If I could give, if Mm -hmm. I could give any advice to anybody, it's if you don't want to vote, just remember that your grandparents will probably vote. You, you, uh, (laughs) Australia is not fully democratic. Yeah, I know you guys have to vote. Yeah, we. Yeah. Yeah, so. Even if your grandparents vote, you still have to vote or you get them. But like in New Zealand, because the election is happening right now, a lot of people choose not to vote. A lot of young people choose not to vote because it isn't compulsory. But like, just remember, if you're not voting, someone over the age of 70 will be. Oh, fuck me in the ass. Whenever I think of that, like in America, it stresses me out. And our aging population is a lot bigger than our 18 to 30 population. So (laughs) everybody's saying all over the world because that boomer. That boomer phase is coming that in. That big hot old right baby now. boomer, baby boomer. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're just trying to fuck up the world that little bit more before they leave. Mm, always, yeah. always want to. Well, I feel like a lot of older people don't. Uh, they like people vote for themselves, right? Like you vote for your situation, you vote for your own things. So of old course. people vote for the people that would support things for older people. But older people don't understand as well. Is that like? almost every person over the age of 65 lives on their like superannuation right like their, their pension yeah That's we a, have that as well yeah yeah so they older people see that as like something that they worked hard for to to earn which is right but they also don't actually recognize it as a government benefit which it is yeah and so they quite often don't vote for parties like labor like the more i guess like the more democratic in australia after there's any sort of anything they're like oh we'll add an extra two grand in your super for you or something like that and it's yeah. like you that, that's an act that's a bonus mate yeah well it's kind of what happens here is you have because our parties are never nor right or left a, ma- a majority of them are pretty central right they just like have leaning to each side of so the lucky. scale um but unlike the right obviously we have national and they kind of push they know their demographic they're so clever they know their demographic they know who's gonna vote for them so they like push all these policies that say like we're gonna give like we're gonna lower taxes and we're gonna give like all of these like privileges to like older people's right and then they just like sneak in the things like but we're also gonna arrest like everybody and anybody that we can yeah and we're also gonna like not respect like the um like treaty of like white yeah. and like all of these other things that just like simmer under the surface i feel like in australia we vote um 
<clears throat> so I'd voted either way, but it's economically voting. So we're very economically based. So like when we're in a time where there's no recession, then we very, everyone votes liberal because it's like, they're going to save the money. They're going to save the money. They're going to save the money. And then the minute we go into a recession, we're like, spend a bitch and labor comes in hard, just spending money like crazy. And in all honesty, it's worked because we were one of the only countries who were in surplus along with like Sweden or something. Yeah, we're of one of social. Our... We're a social country. So a lot of our votes are always around like, you know, like the queer rights. Social policies. Yeah. yeah. Um... But that's true. And you guys are so far ahead of everything yeah. else. Like you guys were the first country for women to vote in. That's true. But the yeah. problem is guys... because we do vote on social issues it's like there's a very clear divide between people that respect like queer people indigenous people like disabled people and people that are just like fuck you guys i want to pay less money yeah okay so we all of those social issues we do through referendums like today well we have a bit of both but majority are yeah when you vote on a party yeah you it's vote just on the party social. yeah oh okay parties also like like the promises that a party makes and when they're campaigning, they're under no obligation to fulfill those promises. Like, <laughs> so quite often that just doesn't happen, you know? So, like, National right now, their big thing is, like, a tax break. But I, the tax break will be for a very short amount of time. Like, this country, like, we can't survive by, like, lowering the amount of tax that people pay. Oh, it's like, like when Labour yeah, like got in. Yeah, like, for two years, we've got a massive got tax so break. Yeah, well, Labour came in on the last election and said that they promised affordable housing and our housing market just skyrocketed in the past four years so yeah <laughs> you know like they don't have to do anything no they don't it's just yeah so it's just I guess you just sort of pick whoever represents you the best but they all kind of represent the same thing and because our government is also a democracy we would moment... have a party like in leadership but the amount of votes the party receives is gives them the amount of seats that they have in government so the yeah, like the winning party, yeah, still has. They may have like fifty seats, but then the rest of the parties will split. Yeah, the seats, seats accordingly. Honestly, at the moment, around the whole world, it doesn't matter where the fuck you are. It's the less of both evils. That's what you're voting. Yeah, for. That's, that's, that's it politics. used to be. It used to be like you're voting for somebody who's amazing, outstanding, going to do something incredible. And then another person who was a complete fucking psycho. Like a fascist. They were always, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The liberal they were always the like very two <laughs> obvious things. Yeah. But then I don't know what happened in like 2007 here, maybe 2004, where everything just went to shit. What is it? Um, Australia hasn't had a prime minister serve a full term since like 1998 or something? No, since 2004. Was that, was that the last one that served So, yeah, term? that was John Howe. He's known as yeah. our best prime minister, and that was the one who put us into surplus. He kept us out of recession. He was the reason why Australia didn't go through a recession. I don't think New Zealand's ever had, like, a best prime minister. No, like, Helen Clark. it is known. Yeah. <laughs> Labour, <laughs> liberal. It doesn't matter who you follow. It is known around the whole of Australia that this guy was the GOAT. Because yeah. even, and like... And then our other guy... Um, Bob Hawke is the goat because he can drink a beer the fastest in the well because even someone like Jacinda Ardern that's renowned around the world for being like this amazing woman and like doing all these amazing things she still receives a lot of controversy within New Zealand like you'll still see like big Hiluxes that say like fuck Jacinda yeah why (laughs) she's amazing like she's genuinely known as one of the most incredible because she's a woman she's a woman 
She's a woman. Don't, and she let's has... not do that again. We did that <laughs> last week. Let's not do it again. Okay. We're, she's a we're woman, and that. she has. She she's she's a very like she was she is a very social minded person. So people that rely on not social based policies like farmers, like farmers are a huge community in New Zealand. People in small rural communities that rely on agriculture, like that, she wasn't as supportive for those people. We had a prime minister who drowned, and then we built a recreational pool area and named it after him. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> fucked. Australia. That is like. Holt. Harold Holt Recreation Centre. <laughs> at every stage never of that found process. Him. And he was Prime Minister at the time when he drowned. At he every like stage of that process ocean. where they went, okay, we need to memorialise him. Let's make an activity centre. Let's include water. Did nobody go, this might be a little bit on the nose? I think they just realised that we're Australian and we take the piss out of literally everything. That's like there's crazy. no way you can be serious about it. One of our prime ministers, as I just said, is in the Guinness Book of World Records for drinking beer the fastest. That's that's Loza. a little silly. It's a circus. When he there's there's fucking murals of him everywhere drinking beer, like as you drive past pubs, like massive wall paintings of him. Oh my god. It's fucking amazing. Like I'm not mad at being Australian when I say shit like that because I'm like, just relax like let's just take the piss of it and then we had the most right conservative dickhead prime minister and there's a mural of him in Redfern which is very left-wing and it's him his sister mind you is a lesbian who um was like pro everything that he's not and she did an ad calling um drop it like it's rot and it was about um, dropping the GST on tampons. And it was amazing. Nice. And so she did like a singing thing on it while he was in power. But anyway, they did a mural of him in a wedding dress and in a suit marrying himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. I'll My send you favorite. a photo of it. It's amazing. My favorite Australian politician is that guy and they asked him about queer rights. And then he went on the rampage about the crocodiles. It was like everybody oh. is like entitled to their proclivities. And he was like, but what I care about is that like three people in North Queensland die every year from crocodile attacks. Yeah, they really just don't care. Josh and I were talking about it this morning. I'm like, I don't even know why they bother with referendums. Like when we did the gay marriage one, it went through. And then three weeks later, nobody gave a shit. Like we're yeah. very like, okay, it's done. Let's let's move on to the next thing. Like if you just do it, we're gonna be like, okay, whatever. I we lost a lot of referendum. They just made it legal. Yeah, like- I, I lost a lot of friends to that Australian referendum, the the wow. gay marriage, because I thought these people were like shared my same views, and then all of a sudden my Facebook was inundated with like vote no. And I was like, what? I was like, who are these people? Was like, it like people that you went to high school with and stuff? No, it was people. This this is, sounds really cringy, but just go with it. was people I met like playing video games online with, and we'd been friends yeah. for a really long oh, time, okay. and they were Australian. And then all of a sudden, when this referendum came out, they all started posting stuff on their Facebook, and I was like, I've been uh, friends with these people forever. Anyway, nobody listens, so it was not girls who read politics. Come on, get to the porn. Okay, all right. So today we're going to be talking about From Luke Love with Love by Mariana Zepeda. So we'll get started on our ratings. What are we giving it? Four. Four. Four and a half. Nice. And you, Ola? Gets a five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a five. I love Mariana Mm -hmm. Zepeda. I actually have to tell you guys something. What? I finished it and then I read The Wall of Winnipeg and Me and now I'm in the middle of Culty. 
Oh, Dude, really? Yeah, see, because it's so fucking good, right? Yeah. Culty is so out. good. I haven't finished it yet. I'm still in the middle of it. I actually preferred The Wall of Winnipeg and May. It was fucking unreal. Um, but I worked out that even though it is a slow burn, I didn't care because they knew each other for a long time. So it wasn't like getting to know each other, but also I like the one point of view. That's why I also like Sea of Ruin. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's my favourite, is one point of view only. Single POV. That, and yeah, also I Gothicana. do get that. The what, sorry? Gothicana, single point oh, of view. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. Yeah, because I guess when you have dual, like, dual point of POV, it's you're repeating a lot of the scenes. So I guess, like, you know, you it kind of does a little bit less for the plot, more for the like relationship development. But then I felt like, yeah, like with um, from Lukov, they it actually felt like a significant amount of time had passed, so it felt like a more natural progression of a relationship. Yeah, I did. I I know that people say it's a slow burn, but to me it was more just like a relationship build up. Yeah, that's the thing. Like technically, it is a slow burn yeah. in terms of sex, right? Because you only have like one sex scene normally in a Marianne's Zap in a novel, or like yeah. one or two, you know, right at the end. Because Betty was reading it and she was like, "I'm at ninety percent. They haven't fucked." And I was like, yeah, no, it was the last 6%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like, yeah, it's just it's just good. You know, yeah, I agree. It's not really like a slow burn unless you're just specifically talking about smart. Like there's a lot yeah. of fucking, there's angst, there's development, there's like, there's climax. I don't there's, actually there's think it's that angsty. It's like a little bit of angst. Culty no, like, has like, a little bit Betty more Even Betty was angst. saying that it's, um, it's like, it's just, I feel like it's a very rom-commy book. From Lukov with love, like it's it's quite... not, it's definitely not like our usual level of angst, right? It's not the no, same sort of like, like I didn't feel uncomfortable. Not like a big dark romance, <sighs> yeah. Angst. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it has but like the enemy or friends. Oh, I would, I don't know if I would. It's say like enemies to, enemies friends, to friends to lovers, to lovers kind of energy to it. Yeah. yeah, it was fully enemies to lovers. They just refused to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, because he right. loved her all along. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And, you know, she was just an idiot. <laughs> yeah that's what yeah. i love about it so i actually worked out i it this led me to understand what my favorite trope is and this is why i like Gemma weir because it's men chasing women and the women being like what the fuck <laughs> like just really confused like just doesn't even see it i know so, like is completely prefer... like oblivious and i yeah. love the obliviousness i do like a, a when books when like men fall first yes that's my favorite. That's yeah. we were talking about it the other day. What our favorite tropes are. Mine are when men fall first and women are just like oblivious as fuck. I Perfect. do love a good like. I do yeah. love a good like. What's that trope? Women. <laughs> That's just men fall first. What's the trope? Men women oblivious first. as fuck. That's yeah. my favorite trope. <laughs> I, I I am really really partial to a really good like psychotically obsessed woman though. You women are. fall first and they fall hard uh, they do <laughs> like, what, what's i can't I keep forgetting her name what's she called saffron saffron, saffron again. Again. yeah her all of her books are like that we're like the girls are like crazy they're like stalking and doing real weird shit and yeah, the guys I'm are just like, like who the fuck are you nothing against saffron but it's not my cup of tea but then i just realized that maybe it's not slow burn that i hate like I yeah. had to go i went through a very big learning process with mariana Zapata. <laughs> i really was just like i have bitched about slow burns for two fucking years on this podcast and now i'm gonna come in with a five star i gotta back myself up like you on the author just... that is known as the slowest burner 
the slowest burn ever. And I was just like obsessed. And I was in a really big funk. You guys know this. I was struggling to get into the book. And Betty's like, get to 20%, get to 20%. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I was like, don't watch Beckham anymore. Open the fucking book, bitch. (laughs) And I got to 20% and I was like, fuck me. And then I literally stayed up like half an hour. And I do not stay awake past nine o'clock to read the next book. I I paid for it. And mind you, it was $7 and it was better than fucking things we never got over. (laughs) Probably longer too. Yeah, I definitely think 7%, 20% is like the crux. Like I think it's when you get in. Because I think Mariana yeah. Zapata is really good at like the the preamble, like the setting the scene, mm-hmm. laying getting, the scene, getting it ready for you to like just be able to concentrate on the characters in like the the la- the rest of the book. Um, but sometimes you, it is kind of like a slog or a struggle to get through that point where you can then concentrate on the characters. I'm actually considering rereading The Wall of Winnipeg and Me this weekend, and I only read it a few days ago. <laughs> That's how fucking <laughs> no. good it is. I haven't no, read that one, but, they do, but they do need to. It is beyond. I want I'm going, I don't get like, I will read our books in between. I'm going on a fucking mission. I would, this is an author I would pay books for. Yeah. Pa- $7? Fine. I, yeah, Reasonable. I actually am. Um, I was thinking about um, buying, like, this is the book that I buy like a, like a hard copy of. I would or, buy this is one that I would. Book. Yeah. yeah. I would. Yeah. I would. I would I want that on my book buy a whole collection hard copy. Isn't yeah. this fun? That like we can do this to each other. We can be like, "Hey, read this book," and you're like, "I have yeah. now found my most favorite author ever." Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, G, you've done me a service because I would never, ever, ever read these books. But my favorite books this year, my two favorite books. Oh well, whatever. The whole Mariana Zapata, but also Sea of Ruin are books that you've shit yeah, man. Yeah, you've brought in my faves this year. The rest have been like, oh, mine fucked was really good. Yeah, I can't remember really anything good. else. Fair enough. I, I can't remember, remember anything either. else. I, th- I think it's not because I, because I read, I still read normal books as well. So I read a lot of books that like, I, that don't get normal recommended book. by, uh, yeah, you know, like they're not all funny. <laughs> just clicked. It's yeah. like, a, a, we're a tad abnormal. Um, yeah. So I'm, I don't just look at books like, but I don't actually trust getting recommended books from the smart community anymore. Like I just don't trust Neither. it. So I, I just don't, don't I don't either. use that at all anymore. So now I just find books the way I would find normal books. I think, um, and I say this with all due respect, sometimes people just get so sucked into one author, they cannot see beyond beyond that. Like this is the HD Carlton effect maybe. Yeah, I was thinking about it. it too. Like, it's, yeah. you know, like we were talking about how like the same few books get like recycled on TikTok over and over. You can't even trust that the people that are recommending them like them because they're doing it to get views. It's not, you know, like mm. it's not, it's it's a wee bit different, you know. In only Marina on Goodreads, we trust. <laughs> yeah. One star universal. She's, she gave five She's stars the idol. other day and it was to... Um, it was to Elsie Silva. Really? The nice. flawless, flawless. I like, love flawless. Yes. She gave five stars and she's like the best fucking read. It is a really I do want to, I, I only read the one that we did for the podcast. I want to read the other one. Me is it, too. Did oh, we read I hated the dairy thing. Heartless, I hated I think the dairy thing. The dairy thing? The milk. Um, the, who's it? He, I hate oh, hey, that's right. The milk. I, I think forgot that was, about the milk. I, I do still, like. Ugh, I can't even talk about. 
No, I like that in books, right? I like when people like talk about the silly aspects of like if you're gonna be famous, for example, there's always gonna be like a little bit of silliness to your life. So to offend like it makes sense, right? To say something and offend a bunch of dairy farmers and like yeah. nearly get cancelled. Like that's how the internet works. Dude, if we if we actually ever got like famous famous, we could be pulled apart. So we would offend so many people, so many communities. I've actually thought about this. <laughs> no I'm not even kidding this has been a problem because I don't know what the fuck happened like the day that I landed for some reason a billion people found us and like we're almost doubling in listens within like from one month to the next we're like I'm like who who posted something so now I'm really scared and we got this beautiful message the other week Oh yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, that was so nice. So like now people are messaging us being like, you know, we love you. And it's happened before, but like this message, I don't know what happened. Like it all hit us pretty hard. Yeah, I cried. And I message her still. We have our own little book club going. That's so but anyway, yeah, no, she's beautiful. But um yeah, like this is happening and we're just sitting there going, and is there somebody on the other end of this? Like, hello. I think I just like I forget about it because I'm just I'm just looking at your faces like I like yeah. I just talk to you I just talk to you guys. Yeah. I think like, the worst part is the like the short, fact though. I say I say a lot of things to possibly antagonize and be quite facetious. Um, antagonize yeah, who? You specifically. Um, <laughs> but sorry. the problem is, can you like, see that smiley face? my rude finger smiley face thing going on. Oh my on. god. That's but for you. I think if you were to clip everything that I said in an antagonizing fashion, I would come across as an awful person <laughs> on the internet. And a lot of people probably don't understand why I put up with it, but you have to understand that I'm obsessed with Betty and I just really want to lick her face. <laughs> oh god. Yep. I love you. Oh my god. I love you. I'm never gonna let you leave my life. You can block me, I'll find you. But you really feels grateful you're like in another country right now. There's like a little there's a sea separating you guys. You I might have to, because I might be like ultimately cancelled for for being a bit it's of a It's not happening. I refuse. Yeah. Maybe I should clip it together myself, you know, get ahead of the curb. You know, like when someone says they're gonna no, release your stop sex tapes and such you release a negative nasty. This is why yeah. you have that bad review. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> We could release a clip of Betty being negative in response to the bad review. Oh, because <laughs> that's funny. Should we talk about the book? What's the yeah. blurb? Oh, yeah, do you want me to read out the blurb? Yes, please. Yeah, we're like 26 minutes in. Okay. Mind you, the it's first a... like 10 oh minutes. Oh my God, I just started fun. to read it and you just started talking straight away. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we can't get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If someone were to ask Jasmine Santos to describe the last few years of her life with a single word, it would definitely be a four-letter one. After 17 years and countless broken bones and broken promises, she knows her window to compete in figure skating is coming to a close. But when the offer of a lifetime comes in and from an arrogant idiot she spent the last decade dreaming about pushing in the way of a moving bus, Jasmine might have to reconsider everything, including That's Ivan so Lindholm. It's so nice. It's so, it's so, so nice. nice. I fucking love it, Enemies to Lovers, and nearly all of her books are Enemies to Lovers. But they're yeah. like, but, they're, but I think they peg me as the most realistic Enemies to Lovers you can get. Yes. Yeah. I used to have a friend like that. 
Where it was like, I hate you. Well, it was actually a friend's brother where I was like, I hate him so much. And he would just be like, you're all right, dumpling or fat shit or whatever the fuck you call me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. can Jesus. you land a crow on that nose? Because he had a really long nose. So like, yeah. And then we ended up being friends and now we're friends. Nice. I think, well, since we're getting into favorite parts, I'm going to start. I think okay, the then. favorite part about this book was, I'm not an athlete, never been an athlete, right? Shocking. Fuck off. But <laughs> I feel like this is a really good rendition of what it must feel like to be an athlete, to suffer mm. daily, right? To put so much effort in and commitment to something, but also lose a lot of stuff at the same time. Do you yeah. know what's amazing about you choosing this book? I don't know if it's come out in Netflix in New Zealand, but there is a show, a movie, a documentary about Australian ice skaters Katya and Henry that yeah. just came out. Have you yeah, watched it? Yeah, it is that. No, I haven't seen it, but I want to see it. Oh, my God. And it just literally made me like you have to watch it and then you'll know what I mean. Like it literally just adds up, but yeah. obviously the real life story is way more fucked and depressing, but like, yeah. <laughs> and it does, it tells it literally the way that she was speaking about it in the book, it immediately like led me to um, that documentary. But what I really loved about it is it wasn't, in my opinion, it didn't feel like these feelings would over-dramatized right like because sometimes in novels when someone's going through an experience it can be like amped up for like the drama and the crisis factor but it was so it felt genuinely so real the struggles that she was going through and the personal conflict and like her resolution was her own like I know obviously he was involved like Ivan was involved in it but it still felt like she came to majority of those resolutions and like move past that like I don't know like grieving process of what her life could have been like by herself which I thought was really Mm. important for the story like it was her story like it was her world Ivan was just living in it yeah I liked that too the one thing I didn't like about it actually what that it was her world and Ivan was living in it because she was having all these crazy dramas and his life was just normal (laughs) he was just hanging out I like he was just like hanging out on the side and I was like how can one person have that much drama and the other guy is just like you want well because he had a lot of privilege right like that was a difference like he was rich he had like he had been figure skating since he was three years old like he had more trainers and choreographers and like all of these other things that she wasn't entitled to his grandfather or something you know what i mean because he was having that like little bit of conflict like it could have just been Oh, with the grandfather, yeah. yeah, with the grandfather or something. That was weird that like they, they she mentioned that and then it just didn't. Yeah, it just disappeared. That's the thing that I didn't like. So I've already done my yeah. don't like bit. Okay, have you done your like bit? Yeah, well, um, I really liked that it was um first person point of view, one point yeah, of view. That was like my favorite thing about it. But also, I just really like the enemies to lovers the way that it progressed. Mm, yeah, like I they think- had to make it work. The, yeah, I I thought it was like pretty amazing, and I also I hated and I loved this scene when they got naked. I love that scene. Yeah. The reason why I hated it is because I thought it was really fucking weird to put in a book. But the reason why I loved it is because I liked how he dealt with her feelings about it. That that would be yeah. my favorite sex scene because there's only one sex scene, but that's my favorite. Like, yeah, sex scene. it's not a sex okay. scene at all. But mm-hmm. I think it was. So beautiful. And, and so... her misunderstanding, his like 
when well, you he's know like, like let's it was just, just get this over and done it was like. just so it was so yeah. sweet like it was so sweet it was so normal and it was just so i don't know i guess the best part of his book it was so normal there wasn't any drama there wasn't anything particularly like actiony or anything it was just two normal people struggling with their feelings falling in love yeah, yeah. And I also loved how he, like, took care of her. And I was like, this is just so feel good. I liked the bit when she was, like, you're so... When she was, like, when, like, the meanness was, like, getting to her. And she was, like, you're so mean to me all the time. Like, this is, like, you can't be, like, this anymore. Like, I take it, like, I'm saying take it too seriously. And he's, like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're just as mean to me. <laughs> he was, like, you um, can take when, it. With the... Uh, when he found out she had a learning disability. Yeah, and then uh, like all like all those little bits. Oh, I just liked it when he was like he was like, but you're the only one that can take it. Like you are exactly the same with me. Like, would you like me to be like fake nice to you? No. I love the epilogue when they had all the babies, <laughs> and they had yeah. all the awards, and they was just happy loving each other. I think for my least favorite part, and I think this might only be personal to me, is. I was actually like really fucking confused when he said he loved her because up until that point it felt like weirdly platonic. And yeah. I was like I was like does he love her romantically or does he love her platonically? Like cuz I know I, I do, know I do he kind was of upset. Like, there, there wasn't actually like a lot of sexual tension. There was just like a lot of like That's what I mean. Like, like romantic yes, there love, was. but there was heaps of nah. Yes there was. There was. Did you not This is what I'm talking about. The naked scene when he's like let's just hurry up and get this over yeah, and yeah, done. There was like little snippets of it. There was snippets yeah, of tension. Yeah, that was enough. No, I think the thing what the thing for me was, right, is because he was he fell first and she was completely oblivious, right? She wasn't Because it's rec- told from her POV. She wasn't reciprocating the feelings in the same way that he may have been laying them out. So even when they kissed for the first time and they told each other they loved them, I was so confused as to whether or not it was like a platonic thing. Because mm. even their first kiss wasn't very like heated or romantic. It was just like a couple of pecks. And then she was confused as to what the intention of the kiss was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is still, which it, yeah. still can be like quite, I'm not like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like it can still be quite sweet to like love somebody in both a platonic and a romantic way. And that be like the same thing for somebody. Mm. But I was confused as to, I was like, how are they going to include a smart scene? Because I'm pretty sure they're still just friends and we're 90% of the way <laughs> through the book. I don't even know what my least favorite part was. I I do I do agree with what you said, Betty, because I did find because it was told from her POV and because it was very much like not focused. Like she was so focused on ice skating that she didn't like you know it would say like little brief snippets being like like oh my god why is he so like perfect or beautiful? Her kind of being like you know like frustrated about it, hmm. but it didn't really feel like sexual tension. It just sort of felt like just stating like a fact. Yeah, you know, hmm. it wasn't yeah. And then, because then, because in her like deeper emotions, when uh, as the book progresses, it's all about like how supportive he is, and how like encouraging and nice he is, and like how she spends a lot of time with him. But you can also, yeah, have those feelings for a friend. What about you, Ola? Yeah. You have a least favorite part? Um, I think I already said it before, before I even got into my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. What was it? I don't I remember. Forgot. <laughs> it was something about <laughs> the, the nudity scene. No, it was the one before that. It was something uh-huh. before that. It was something I didn't like. <laughs> yeah, you think? And now I don't even remember what it was. Okay. Well, my listeners will Who know. are we? 
He literally just it. spoke about it. I'm like so zonked out. I hey. can only hold like one thought in my head at this. I point. know this is so fucked. Yeah, like I was already like coming into this episode because we read this book uh, about a week ago. I was already like, what the fuck was this book about again? Yeah. Um, I always get I get nervous when I do that because I normally finish our podcast books like yeah, like at least a few days before we record. And then I, but then I start reading something else straight away, and I'm like, what if I like get it confused? Because I, I do that, like I mix up the plots of different books in my head when I, yeah, I don't I know, like think back on yeah, them. like but the fucking with the Dramini fan fiction, like fifty of them have just melded into one. <laughs> yeah, head, all of and my I cannot distinguish or just one between any of them. Yeah, yeah. which but, I guess yeah. makes sense because you are reading the same characters again and again, and it's like the same story. Yeah. That's pretty. It's only like the same sort of plot as well. That's true. Um, oh, sex, sex. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only one sex. Well, there was one sex scene. It was nice. It was a nice sex scene. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't actually. This is so bad. I know we're girls who read porn, but I actually really didn't give a fuck about the sex scene in this book. Everything else was I like know, more important to it, me. It was pretty basic. Yeah. It was a pretty basic sex scene. I would have been completely fine if this book was 100% clean. Like, they could have... I wouldn't. She could have done a fade to black and I would have been like, great. I wouldn't have been surprised. No, I do enjoy, like, a bit of dick. Like, I need, like, a one... I need, like, some dick popping out sometimes. Actually, I changed my favourite sex scene. My favourite sex scene is the, like, the who done this to you? (laughs) When he finds, (laughs) like... When he finds the letters of the people that are, like... Um, sending inappropriate stuff to her and like harassing her, and he gets all like angry on her behalf, internally screaming. Love that trope. Is that a sex scene? No, it's but we- it's a sex scene in Betty's mind. Yeah, okay. we've done this. Yeah, I know. Whatever. You- Sometimes you come up with shit, and I'm like, I don't even like. I don't know if that's like. Do we need to come up with a rule book of what's a sex scene or what it is? Because- no, because if the book only has one yeah. sex scene, we can't all just be like, well, I liked that one sex scene. <laughs> you have to get right, my my favorite sex scene was when he takes her to his house and you find out that he has like five dogs a rabbit and a pig that was my favorite sex scene because <laughs> it was like it was the first time that she realized that he was actually like human mine was like, when she got drunk and got into bed with him and he had a massive bazona up her ass <laughs> nice that's more sex scene than both of yours combined. Yeah. Are you kidding me? If a man saw me crying and was like, who done this to you? Folded. Knees weak. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're the most romantic out of all of us, hey? Me? I'm a, I'm a sucker for romance. I just don't want to be a part of it. No. That's such a lie. I reckon if a guy came up to you and did all of this shit, you'd be like, have me. Not in a domestic sense. No, you wouldn't. Betty wouldn't. She would be like, really? well, who the fuck are you? She'd be so upset if a guy like tried to get in her business. <laughs> I actually was thinking about this this week, and I feel like it's a game we have to play next week. So everyone has to listen, has to think about it. But like what you would accept in that happens in novels and what you would not accept. Like, from oh, okay, yeah, we, we need to we come up with like a list time. of like common yeah. things and then we can yeah. Yeah, vote on it. Yeah. Deal. So that everyone has fun. to bring five things. Okay. okay, yeah, we'll have to and we'll have to talk to each other beforehand. Because we will. Yeah. And if you're Otherwise listening, you will write the same. And you want to and you want to be involved in the game. Send, send us a us. message. 
Yeah. Send it in and we will include We need it. ideas. We can only hold one thought in our heads at a time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I forgot what I didn't like. I completely, it's completely I gone. Fucking, no. Oh my <laughs> I can't God, remember anything like that you've said thing. today. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, either of you. I can't remember oh. either of you. Least favorite or favorite parts. I don't know what's happening. I can't remember my least I don't remember favorite my favorite part actually anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my favorite sex scene apparently. I, um, wanted, I wanted to bring something on the podcast. And I don't know if you guys yours. have seen it. So basically... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll give you the context context for people that might have not seen it. So we had girl math, which is basically like how to make purchases cheaper and ultimately justify expensive purchases. Then we had mm. boy math, which is girls making fun of boys for like silly reasons. Nothing like very, um, nothing violent or rude or anything. Just no, like just poking fun. Just poking fun at boys, like boys like saying that like they don't have enough money to take you for dinner, but then like going out and spending like a hundred some dollars on like, at the pub or something like just silly like like it's nothing okay can i too just agree this mum and dad math came out and there was a whole thing of just immigrant kids putting it in and <laughs> there was one that i have never felt so like i felt it in my soul and it was like your mum asking you to go choose a belt <laughs> and I was like, being an immigrant child has is like it's the same. It's the same for all of us. Like we're not alone. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. So we had girl math, boy math, which is poking like innocent fun at like boys' justifications so, for like how they treat women, but harmless in thing. So then the boys' responses, and I'll say boys, not men, because the responses are awful. <laughs> um, to this was. Someone posted on Twitter that phase of the relationship where you start hating your girlfriend. Can I say one of them, which I read and I actually thought it was really funny. And it was like, um, she messaged him going, how's your day? And he was like, better before you texted me. Like, that's what he was thinking. Yeah. yeah, That's when you know you hate your girlfriend. Right. And it's so... It was so weird. Like, it it spiraled from from this, like, generation of, like, girl myth, boy myth, cutesy, kind of fun, you know, just spiraled into just horrific examples of like abusive relationships right and it was like and they would post things like when you make your girlfriend cry and you have to like hide your smile because her tears make you happy oh no like yeah like a real this was so fucked up right dude i've i've watched like some of like like it was like greatest hits of this like twitter thread like people fucking posting tiktoks and shit about it and it's like when you like fantasize about killing your girlfriend like shit like yeah, that it like devolved yeah, no, I so quickly once, like, it devolved you, so quickly where you sent her I wish you were her and then you realized that that's what you meant to say and it wasn't an autocorrect <laughs> see like even that though is like that's fucked I but I don't feel like that's as bad as like I want no, to kill no, no. Like, no, I mean, like, there is, I think there were like some jokey ones. There is a universal thing, right? Where you reach the end of like a tumultuous relationship where you start hating your partner. And I'll agree with that. Yeah. But as yeah. a woman, I've never looked at my partner and been like, I want to enact violence on you. No. Well, well I do. Another, like... yesterday I did on Josh. <laughs> I was close because he called me and asked me what, do you want to know what he called me and asked me? He was in Woolworths. Ask me what washing detergent we used. How many fucking times on this podcast have I said we've used the same one for six years? And how many times have I said he's fucking called me to ask me which one we used? One of the posts on this Twitter thread was like, was like when you 
like when you don't want to be the one to break up with her so you start acting really shit until she breaks oh, up oh yeah and yeah. i was like what is this is this like a universal choice yeah. thing? Why? Such like, when she's like, like given you cheating like four times yeah, yeah, like when when you wanted to break up with you, but she just keeps on forgiving you with like the eye roll emoji, shit like that. And it's like, how how is that? Like, wouldn't it just be easier to just break up with her? Like, but I don't get it either. That is the definition to me. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. You're a little bitch. But I don't get bitch. it because I refuse to be broken up with. I will forever do the breaking up. Oh I will. Yeah. Ne- I've never been One broken day up with. Somebody's gonna shock you. No, I've never been broken up with, and I am not starting now. It just seems so weird that, like, when I think when it's guys, an important thing to go through. No, it's one of the, you know, like, okay, yeah, this is I gonna. Feel I feel like, like this is I'm, something I'm, that you have to go through. I feel like I'm about to make like a like a pretty big leap of like conjecture, but okay. just like keep keep that in mind, right? Like, so okay. you start acting shit because for some reason you just cannot break up with her. Like in your mind, you can't be the one to break up with. Yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like, when you watch true crime documentaries and they're like, well, the relationship just fell apart. So then they, like, murdered their wife. And it's like, well, why don't you just fucking divorce them? You know, like, it's just, it's. I feel like it's, like, the same thing. Yeah. Like, why like, you, Why is this so, like, why is why this why you, why you just I'm glad that you gave like, us, like, a pre-context to that preamble, because you yeah. just went from zero to fucking 100. But in my mind, it's the same reasoning, isn't it? I'm going to I'm gonna be so much, I'm going to make you go through something terrible because for some reason I can't do this action. That's what, I, take, that's what I don't understand. Take responsibility for this action. Why can't you just break up with them? What is stopping yeah. you? Ultimately, the person doing the breaking up has more power than the person being broken up with. Yeah, so it's like, why Why do you have to put them through hell? Probably because of guilt. To, to get them to break up with you? Like, I it's think a really lot of weird. it is guilt because they feel this way and then they want it to be validated by the other person. They want it to be like them. the other person's fault, yeah. eh? Yeah. yeah. But then they, but then it's like, but then you do Betty shit is not in like that fucking crap. row though. Betty is not even no. in that column or even on that spreadsheet. Okay. She's on another fucking planet. I don't think it's fair to stay with somebody if you know that you don't want to be with them. I agree. I agree. It's just, that would, that would give me more guilt than breaking but up. But here's the them. thing. There are so many times where I've hated Josh, but like there are two ways to go through things. You either fight through it and you learn from the way that you fought through it or you end it, right? There's only like two Yeah, options, but I think this really. is different, right? Because I think the point of this thread is that these feelings have been brewing for a very long time okay. to the point where you can barely even look at your partner. But like you, the, for some reason, them you just being won't a, break up with Yeah, them. them being a part of your day makes it worse. Like having to no. speak to them, having yeah. to spend time okay. with them is like is an inconvenience like, to you. At that point, I think you're somebody, like, Sorry, somebody told... Blah, blah, blah. Somebody... <laughs> Somebody once told me that um, if you go to bed happy, even after, like happy that that person is in your bed with you, even after a huge argument, no matter what happened that day, then stick to it. But if you don't, then that's it. Yeah, well, this is what the, this is what this thread is kind of explaining. It's like yeah. these people are going to bed, rolling over, looking at their partner, yeah. being like, "Fuck, man, I hate you." Like, I just that's don't so get sad. it. But the thing is, it's like, how did it devolve from like silly, silly girl math to silly poke fun at boys for having weird reasoning in relationship to I want to kill my girlfriend? Dude, that's an extreme example because I've seen other examples which are just like, but they're all like, they're all relatively like enacted cruel. That's what I mean. Like, but they're more they're they're more cruel than like than than anything a girl is like. When like, you buy something for cash. Like, but like even with even in the boy math trend, it was just like, 
when you refuse to use a condom but like you can't afford to have a kid like you know what i mean like that's not like boy myth but like but like the phase of when you slowly start hating your girlfriend is like so wild it's like can we no longer poke fun at ourselves i feel like when the phase comes out of girls hating their boyfriends it's gonna be so much fucking worse well i've already seen it. it's already come out and it's not yeah. that bad it's just not the- yet but some girls can be vicious and vile but I just don't think I we think have the that... mentality to enact violence in the same no, sense. No, no, no. I don't think violence. But, like, I know, for example, someone... Oh, like, one of my girlfriends, she she really fucking disliked this guy. I got this idea from her. I did it with one of my exes as well. But she would, like, fuck with him and she'd steal, like, his pillowcases and stuff when they were breaking up. And but that's like, still silly. That's not the same as like, that's forcing you to make you cry. Like, so like yeah. a, a guy wanting to make you cry because it like pleases well, were, them to see you upset. Yeah. There were like lots of posts as well that's about like, um, as fuck. when you, when you, when you realize you hate your girlfriend, but you just keep her around so you can use her body. Shit like that. Yeah. Like, like that's, women that's don't think like insane. that. They don't think, they just yeah. think like, oh my God, like, you know, like even if I was to say like, when you keep your boyfriend around because you need someone to like fix your car, it's still like not the same as like using someone's body, you know. Like even our equivalents mm-hmm. are never going to be would be equivalent bad. to like cooking, like keeping your girlfriend around because she cooks well. Yeah, it's difficult. Less aggressive. Is this yeah, like yeah, different yeah. to like yeah. using? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just it's yeah, like, yeah. But like, why would you post it? Because like they forget that like the internet lasts forever, right? So every time you get a new partner, or if you have a current partner. Imagine you're just like scrolling through Twitter and they see you like posting this fuck shit. Like you ruined your life because what? You want to do a trend? Do you know what? We always talk about how women, um, like if you have a friend breakup, how women are just like so much more um, catty and shit like that. But now that I think about it, like right in this moment, what I think about some of the shit that my exes did to me when we broke up that I excused, that I didn't excuse from other women doing to me. And I'm like, oh, it's just because we were breaking up or this and that. But it's like I was angrier at the woman doing it than at a man doing it to me. Because, yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Because you expect it from men, but you don't expect it from women. Yeah, you intrinsically, (sighs) like, you know, because we we relate more to women right because we identify as women so you know you can see yourself in that woman and you feel like they can see you maybe a little bit more than a man would be able to so it hurts a bit more yeah Yeah. but it's the same shit there's also there's a lot of like stereotypes and one of like you're right one of those is like quite a big stereotype that women are really catty you know like they say things that are really mean or they uh held grudges for a lot longer and there's that also like these stereotypes like aren't aren't created by women they're created by men and there's another really popular one yeah that, is... that women bitch i have literally men yeah. gossip more than women don't even fucking get yeah. me started on the shit that josh brings and they generally say office. things that are a lot meaner like so but, then, meaner. but they're not taken as seriously no so and i've yeah. literally been like if somebody said that to me i would pass out there's um there's another really popular stereotype which is that men talk uh women talk more than men do right women talk a lot more they like that you know like there was like weird some weird statistic where it was like men on average say like 500 words a day and women say like a thousand which is just 100 percent not true there was a study done and it was like a women's psychology class and she recorded all of her lectures and like counted the amount of times men and women spoke and then at the end of like the year she asked her students to project to, to estimate how much of like the like verbal space men and women occupied 
And so when men thought that women were dominating the conversation, women were only speaking 30% of the time, when they thought that women and men were speaking equally, women were only speaking 15% of the time. Oh my God. It's So our bias, our internal bias has led us to believe that women speak more than men when in reality they're speaking so much less. Oh my God. And half the time men are just talking shit. It's okay. We're um, making up for the lack of times that women are speaking by going off on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what was your I have game, a game. Go on. Yeah, I have a game. Is it considered cheating? Oh my god. Oh god, this is going to be risky. Okay, <laughs> god. So I'm going to give you like you've got like a shitty grin. We're gonna. <laughs> you're, like, you're all mischievous <laughs> right now. I'm going to start off with some easy ones, and then we're going to go deeper in. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Is it cheating to kiss someone else on the cheek? No. 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 Um, is it cheating to kiss someone else on the lips? Yes. I think that's situation dependent. What's the I'm, situation uh, where it's okay? If, if your like partner's you, present. If you're straight and you kiss another straight person. Like a woman on the lips? Yeah. yeah. Like a, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Is it cheating to lose focus and have a consensual workplace relationship? Yeah, work wives and work husbands are another fucking level. <laughs> yeah, I think Josh has a work wife. <laughs> Was this that woman the one that calls him Joshy? <laughs> so I what can't I'm talk saying about it yet because this has been actually a situation in this house. I mean, I don't think I'd leave somebody, but I would be like, "You're crossing a boundary." Why do you need a work wife? But I don't think it's him. It's her. It wouldn't feel good, would it? Yeah. This is the thing. I know it's not him because he's too fucking stupid. It's her. He's the oblivious woman. She fell first. He's fully just like, <laughs> no, but he's literally, if he was going to cheat on me, I'd have to organize it. <laughs> it's true. You have to like pencil it in. Yeah. You have to call around and find someone. That was really funny. <laughs> well, you know how, Okay. He's so smart when it comes to work. We've spoken about this, but he's a dumbass literally anywhere else. Like, Fair enough. And he has uh. no, co- like, I have to, our calendar is literally just me trying to, like, keep him on track in his life. Silly, dude. And it, he always says, he's like, you know, if if I get bored, I'll just, like, bring out your other personalities by saying something to piss you off. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, but it's true because I have, like, 50 million. Like, he'll keep me hungry for an extra hour and then things get interesting. Like, <laughs> um, is it cheating to keep your dating apps and swipe through them when you're bored but not message anyone? I, I think a lot of a lot of these questions rely on consent of your partner, right? I would some, feel some, comfortable. I would feel like it. that's cheating. But if your partner knew about it and they didn't care, let's imagine that it? they don't. I imagine it's your partner. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. No. Yeah. Is it cheating to actually message people on dating apps? Yeah. 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 I love it when they're like, "I'm just on here to make friends." Like, fuck, fuck off. off. Like Bumble. Maybe like, I joined Bumble to make friends. Shut yeah. up. You're a liar. Is casually flirting with the cute barista cheating? Uh, no. That's I just like so an involuntary action. Eh? But it's also like healthy. 
to keep it yeah. like, you know, I you think it's like flirt. a healthy thing. Yeah. Also, I feel like sometimes, sometimes I just instinctively flirt because that's like, I like can't not, I don't know like how to not. Yeah. If someone's flirting with you, you just kind of float back. You don't really have like, a choice. Yeah, but like, it just makes up fun and you ha- you have a pep in your step for the day and then maybe you'll just, like, give a better blow. If I was right there, show. if I was n- stood next to my partner while they were doing that, I would be, like, interesting. Don't do yeah, that again. Yeah, that'd be fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't do it in front of them, but it's not cheating. Yeah. Mm. Okay, just, I feel like, you know, like, just, I feel like flirting is also perceived in so many different ways, right? Like, you could just be being, like, really polite, upbeat and happy and then that could be considered flirting because mm. you're smiling and laughing or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Is it cheating to hug someone really closely and slowly? Uh, I don't no, think I've ever done no. that. I'm not somebody who like either. goes in real slow. Have Did you, you seen like, no. like just on the on the vein of this, there's like this thing, and it's like you know, oh, it's like the hug when you've slept with someone before, and it's like oh, like you, it's like you the hug. You know when someone slept with someone before from the way that they hugged them. So like that in my head, if you hug someone like that, put put your face in their neck or something, you have fucked (laughs) them. And you like, and it was all these jokes of boyfriends like recognizing their genitalia. The like boyfriends recognizing when their girlfriends has like slept with one of their like mates or something from the way that they hug. (laughs) Is it cheating if you share a bed with someone else but don't do anything sexual? Let's say somebody of the opposite sex or somebody of the same sex or opposite sex, but whoever you're attracted to, like that um, sex. So I, say I sleep with another guy. I wouldn't say it's cheating, but I don't think I'd be happy if I was to hear it. Yeah, it's not cheating, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't say it's 100 percent appropriate. I don't care. It wouldn't be a relationship ender. But if you came home from a night out and you said, yeah, I shared a bed with like Stacy, I'd be like, why? See, this is the thing. When I think about it, I think about going camping. <laughs> And like, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think that's the intention. <clears throat> no, I don't think so either. But like, my brain never even went into like if you went home with somebody after a night out. Then yeah, I think it is. But I think it really just depends on the. And it depends, I guess, on like how well you know the other person. If they've been yeah. friends like, since they like, were like if children, it's, if it's a, or yeah. if it's just like a mutual friend of yours, like you know the other person. Well. Yeah, that's different. Like if and, it was, you know, if it, yeah, if like um, this my partner had like grew up with this person then i would be like oh okay whatever like because mm. you know like they've yeah. been friends like 20 years or something then that's different but if it's just like a or random... if they were like one of like if they were like one of my friends like yeah. if you like if if either of you slept in a bed with dane i would just be like move over i wanted to <laughs> like, you know, like i wouldn't yes, i wouldn't I be it up, up. i would be the same yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's writing a love song for someone else and serenading them with it cheating uh, no, but it's, it's breakup material. It's, yeah, you should break up with them just because they did that. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's cheating, not... but I think that that is that's some cringy up shit. shit. Oh, is sending someone else revealing pictures cheating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's your doctor, is cheating to hook <laughs> up with someone else? Is it cheating to hook up with someone else while you're on a break? Let's talk about Ross and Rachel for a moment. Yes, yeah, hundred percent is. Oh, uh, is I there? believe that when I believe that when you go on a break, you I need don't. to define that before you go on a break. Yes, so when you go, you go like we're going to go on a break. Will we be sleeping with other people? And if you both, if if one person says yes or one person says no, like it's then still it's cheating no. if the person. I know because yeah, I think no. when you, you go on a break, it. it's usually the last port of call for a failing relationship, right? 
if I go on a break with you because I think our relationship is failing, we need time apart to recuperate and then come back together and resolve something, and you sleep with somebody else, the relationship's over. Because you're not thinking about me and like what we can do to repair the relationship. You're thinking about fucking somebody else. Like the relationship's ended, we might as well just break up. So if I'm on a break, like it could just be like dick. But to people get me don't go on breaks then... because their relationships is well and they want to sleep with other people. Yeah. People but, go on breaks because their relationships falling apart. But so, so you would still consider that cheating? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily cheating, but it, like I can't I, cheating. It's such ending a, it's not a silly word. Then. It's yeah. an it's yeah. a relationship ender, but I don't know if yeah. it would be like cheating. But like cheating yeah. is like one of those words that can be perceived in so many different ways. Okay. Mm. Um, is hanging out with your ex without telling your partner cheating? Uh, I mean, not, like, no, but it's not, not fucking like, right. Like, yeah, it's not cheating, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Hun-ho. like that. It, like, I, I, it's kind of like a if lot I of found out that Josh fall into the, the category. A lot of these fall into the category of like, no, it's not technically cheating, but if you did it, it would, it would, it would hurt your partner, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, it would hurt them. Okay. Just, just like, yeah. Oh, is it cheating to take someone else as your date to a wedding? Well, I would need context. As long as your partner is consenting to it. Yeah. You know, like you take like a friend date instead of them. Maybe your partner doesn't want to go. You know, just because it's that. just because it's they say it's a date doesn't mean you're going as a couple. You're just, you could this just be going next as one. Go on. I can't. Is it having sex with someone else considered cheating? Yeah, obviously. Yes. Unless you're in like unless a- you're like. Like this one made these next two made me fucking laugh is watching porn cheating no 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 is working on an erotic fan fiction with a writing partner cheating no No. (laughs) (laughs) is getting a hickey from someone else cheating yes yeah and it's why are you getting a hickey who gives hickey a 14 (laughs) God. Is holding hands with someone else cheating? No. Uh, depends who they're holding hands with. Like if you're holding hands with your know. ex, I hold hands with a lot. It's of not my cheating, friends. but it's I. I wouldn't be happy. No, it's one of those things. Eh? No, well, I hold hands with like my best friends and stuff like that. Even if they're guys, yeah. like if we're in like a really fucked situation where we're stressed about something, whatever. Like I remember once in the back of a cab, I was holding onto his hand for dear life because I was so fucking stressed. But to yeah. me, it was more like. But I think like cheating's about the intention, is it not? Uh, yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, like if you're true. holding hands because like you you find someone really attractive, like that's that's kind of cheating. Not not yeah. just that, like you like them and you like they're like your comfort, you know, yeah, you're comfortable yeah, with comfort, them. Yeah. yeah. Is sliding into someone else's DMs cheating? Yes. Depends well, on what you're asking. Well, sliding just means like you're trying to. <laughs> what makeup do you use? <laughs> yeah, like what if you're just like messing them and you're like, where did you get your top? You know, mm. that's is okay. It, is it cheating if you kiss someone else but tell your partner about it right away? Yeah, it's still cheating whether like, you yeah, own up but... to it or not. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Where did you find this list? It, it's a BuzzFeed. Is it cheating <laughs> if you and a friend? <laughs> Listen, just go with it, okay? Um, okay? Is it cheating if you and a friend kiss in the heat of the motor but immediately realize it was a mistake and both agree to forget it never happened and bring it up to anyone else? Yeah, it's cheating. Yes. Because you're kissing yeah. with the intention of like being into them. That's why you've hidden it. This one is a good one. Like, if it's the heat of the moment, if you can have that heat with someone, cheater. Oh, um, yeah, you're yeah. a cheater, cheater, pumpkinator. 
Um, oh, it's fall in America, guys. Pumpkin time. Um, <laughs> is it cheating to tell someone that you would totally hook up with them if you were single? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yes. I don't know if and I can. So many people say no to this. Well, fuck yeah. I'm kind of on the fence about that. Because you haven't actually done anything. Yeah, but, but you tell like, somebody. You're saying, yeah, but you, yeah. If you say I would fuck But you're saying you. like I'm I won't I won't be cheating. That's what you're saying. You're essentially saying like Yeah, but you're, I, but yeah, you're but thinking about it. It's like emotional Yeah, cheating. you're thinking about it. It's emotional. <laughs> yeah, That's what I was thinking as well, buddy. It's in your brain, mate. It's you in can't there. Control your brain. No, but to control it, no, you can brain, keep it inside. Friend. Like if you want to fuck somebody else, yeah. don't That's tell true. anybody. Yeah, you don't have to say it out loud. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Like I, I want to fuck. Like I don't have a problem with my partner finding other people attractive. I have a problem when they tell other people they're attractive. Yeah. Because you don't need to do yeah. that. Is exchanging flirty texts with someone else cheating? It's like emotional cheating, I think. I don't yeah. know if it's just like, I would just be angry if I found out yeah. that they were doing that. Is it cheating to give somebody else a massage? The thought yeah. of giving somebody uh, yeah, else a massage. Don't touch anybody else. Just like, fucking... <laughs> yeah. Because no. like every massage I've ever gotten was a precursor to sex. I was talking to Josh about this the other day. I'm like, I need you to moisturize my back, but I need you to not put your hands near my vagina afterwards because my back <laughs> just needs to be moisturized. Because yeah. every other time I've ended up in a position with my fucking legs at 10 and 2. Like, I need to have my fucking back moisturized. This is not a game. <laughs> um, is sitting on someone else's lap cheating? Yeah. Yeah, dude. If you walked in and your partner, like Josh was sat there and some girl was sat on his lap, like you're telling me you wouldn't Depends who. like drag her off by the hair? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I would fucking too close. Bit. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm getting violent. Yeah. But also I'm very aggressive. Genitals are too close. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there should be yeah. like Unless enough, it was a child. Enough, like a meter, I would never rip like a child off it. Genitals. Yeah, I leave space for Jesus. There should be a balloon yeah. between. Yeah. Is kissing someone else for a game like Truth or Dare cheating? I actually want to say something. If your partner's there and you both consented to playing the yeah, game, that's different. then it's fine. But right? if, you're, if you're not, yeah. if your partner's yeah. not there and you. And you know that they wouldn't be happy. Yeah, with it. Like, yeah. You know, most people would know. Yes. Yeah. Is it cheating if you tell your ex that you still love them? Yes. Yes. Oh, don't yeah. do that. That's our big don't one. Don't do that. That's not. That's not just cheating. That's just also like just stringing someone along. Yeah, that's yeah. awful. That's not nice. Is it cheating to buy drinks for a cute stranger at a bar? This kind of makes me think nah. of the bar, the barista situation. I don't think. Yeah, so. I reckon it's that's just a okay. little bit of a well, it's, not, it's not nice, but like it's, it's all about intention, right? Like, are you doing it with the intention of them coming home with you at the end of the night? Or are you doing it because you're a little bit fucked up? Just because it's like. Like yeah. your act of kindness, yeah. you know. That's like like the equivalent would be like if if a stranger bought you a drink, would you drink it? Fuck like would yeah. you accept it? And it's like yeah, you would. Yeah. You know? But that's yeah. the that's the same. It's a fl- it's a flirtatious yeah exchange, and it can be innocent. Is it cheating to hook up with someone else? This one's good. If you've been dating for a few weeks, but you haven't officially said you're exclusive yet. No, it's not. That's not, it's not cheating. Because you haven't had... It needs to be a boundary. You need to say you're exclusive. Yeah. You need to verbally state. You need to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. It needs to be a conversation. Because you can't, you can't, like, you can't, like, go on a few dates with somebody and then just, like, be monogamous, like, as soon as you go on that first date. Like, you need to have it. Talk. Exactly. Because so That's many people, true. like, date for the sake of dating, but they don't want to, like, be in a relationship, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, this one's funny. The day and age we live in. <laughs> Is it cheating to tweet something thirsty about a celeb and at them? No. Because they're never going to fuck the celebrity, are they? Celebrities are like their oh, own this kettle is a of good fish. question. Go on. This one is very good. I like this one. I'm interested to see what you guys think. If you and your partner are in an open relationship but have a rule that your other relationships are purely physical, would it be cheating to go out on a date with someone else? And wait, but just stop. Think about it. To get with somebody else, what if they like need to go out on a date with you just to make sure you're not a serial killer or like, you know, that's, there's that's situation dependent. Thing, that's like so it? strange. Cause like, why would, why would fucking somebody be better than going on one date with them? I guess because like people can fuck with that emotion. It's not emotion. No, no, but it's more like like surely there has to be it's some not emotion. Ola. Like it depends. Like have they fucked and then gone on a date, or have they gone on a date and then fucked? Because that is two very different I don't things. Know. Yeah. Like it's that's like yeah, situation dependent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is it suggestively? Is it is suggestively playing with someone else's hair cheating? Yes. First of all, that's gross. Don't touch and, anybody yeah. else's hair. Yeah. Don't touch their hair. Don't touch their genitals. <laughs> they're the same yeah they're equally as private exactly yeah. like if you got something on my if i've got something on my face fine like you know swat it off don't touch my fucking hair um is stage kissing someone else for a play cheating no because it's a stage kiss no dude oh is making out with someone else cheating yeah mm-hmm. yeah is it cheating if someone else is obviously flirting with you and you don't tell them you're in a relationship? Am I there? That's my only question. Am I there? Yeah. No, I don't know. Because the thing is, if I'm not there, I'll never know and it therefore cannot harm me. If I'm okay, let's just say you're not there then. If I'm stood right next to him or her. If I'm stood there. If I'm stood there and they're very clearly flirt, like we're at a bar, right? And this girl's like, Mosey's on up and she's like flirting with like my partner and, and they're they not saying say anything, anything about you and your and idea that, that is yeah, cheating that fucks that me is, off that, eh? that can't happen if I'm not there I just think it's I, I don't even I don't consider it cheating I would just consider it just being a real shit boyfriend though. yeah yeah. like just not introducing the girlfriend to someone who's like clearly for like and you should why, why would you drag me that? into the like, space and be like hi this is my girlfriend yeah do you know what josh does whenever there is a woman in like his vicinity he's like this is my missus guys this is my missus <laughs> this is my miss like he'll like Pointing look at people at and be like that this one. is my missus <laughs> yeah. and i'm like what are you doing i can introduce myself like don't yell at your boss <laughs> like what are you doing is dancing with someone else at a club cheating uh yeah yeah, Ooh, it depends Ooh, on what sort that? of dance. Oh, okay. I don't know. Nah, I'm sorry, but like no one did. No one definitely had like, like at a nightclub. No, no, but like, but you know, like you know, like, if you go out with like your guy friends and you like dance together. Oh, I like, think that I think no, cheating. I think like, they're insinuating just, like no, I'm talking about a stranger. Oh Jesus, Sadie. Um, no, I think this is insinuating like dancing, like you're grinding, like, Dan- grinding, up and grinding. Yeah, I no, I yeah. <laughs> I went to Chet Faker on Tuesday night. She can't know who that is. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And there were chicks slut dropping to her. Oh and shit, like, yeah. Fuck like, yeah, man. <laughs> you so had a great time. Some of the dancing, I was like, there is so many drugs going on around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Chet Faker. What did you expect? Yeah, it was just like and literally people were just 
fucking smoking weed in, inside of the venue. And so shit. they that was should. Um, is it cheating to send flirty messages to someone else from an anonymous account? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How many more of these? How long is this quiz? Oh, and finally, <laughs> the last one. Good timing. If your partner has been in a coma for a month and might not wake up, would it be cheating if you hook up with someone else? No. I'm sorry, no. Because I don't, I, like, a girl's got to eat. Months? A girl's no. got to eat. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I would, like, I would like my partner to give it, like, I don't know, like a year. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's, how, let's give it time How long limit. have you been with the person as well? Like, are okay. you like, married to them? Have you, like, been together for, like, forever? Like, for a really long time? Yeah, yeah if it's, like, if or have you just, like, been forever. dating a couple months and then they're, like... What if it's my, like, husband of, like, five years and also the father of my children? I'm sorry. Go go fuck some chicken. No, no, don't go fuck anybody else. Are you kidding me? You are the father of my children. I'm in a coma. Why are you thinking about fucking other people? You should be ridden with sadness. You should be so depressed and grieving. With sadness for a year, it doesn't mean that his whole life needs to be over. I'd be asking you to make a decision long before it got to a year. If you're in a coma for a year, the doctors would be heavily suggesting for a long time that you should pull the plug. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Oh, How but what if somebody wakes up? A hospital bed? Yeah, they just don't. Most people really. Don't. <gasps> so all the movies are lies. They're all lies. Don't say that to me. Don't say that. Freaks me out. Wait, because what I if just... I was in a coma? I just like. If you're in a coma for months and you are completely relying on machines to support your life, machines are breathing for you. Yeah, machines you're not are coming your back. Heart going. Machines are doing everything. You're not coming back from no. that. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh Can God, we get I'm back to the point? Like, why is my partner not grieving over me? Why are they in a mindset where they can fuck well, other people? They've been going for through a year of fucking grief already. At some point, you just got to get over your partner your, like, like swear celibacy after. You I'm die, just saying, so. like six months. I've been in a coma six months. I'm technically not even dead yet. We're talking about a year. But George said that a year isn't a practical thing because I'd be dead by then. It's not right. So I've been okay, in, fine. I've been in a coma for six months, right? Mm. I've been in this severe accident. Why are they not grieving over me? Dude, it's like, okay. it'll be what like two weeks. Are... It'll be like two weeks later and the doctors will be like, you need to make a decision. <laughs> can I Can I ask something? What if it was paid sex just because they need to have sex? Well, I don't. That's different. That's a wee bit different, yeah. isn't it? Because because sex work is is different, completely different to, to yeah, finding yeah. somebody. Because it's because it's an exchange of like goods and yeah. services. Yeah, and they just need something. Yeah, you can and do they that. Have to get it done. That's... You know that they're gonna wear a rubber. You know that shit's fucking under control there. Like that's fine yeah. then. I give. Yeah. I, wham bam. Betty, thank you, ma'am. It was Betty nice knowing I, um, you, had Serena. A I'm out of here. Been. I had a conversation a little while ago about like. People make fun of guys that like engage in sex work, right? Whether it be like stripping, prostitution, fucking like OnlyFans, like, you know, all forms of it. And then I was like, but lots of women support sex workers, right? Like they see it as like this, like, you know, like own yourself, like good for you, hustle. So in order to like support sex workers, you need to support the people that engage in sex work as well. So we should be like encouraging men to engage with like female sex workers. Yeah, I don't think sex work. really huge increase right now of women who are getting divorced in like midlife crisis ages um of finding toy boy sex workers nice and just getting what they need see i feel like i would probably do that i follow the opinion that like an emotional relationship support small business owners i'm under the opinion that like porn only fans strippers like those kind of like hands-off sex workers 
I would not consider cheating. Yeah, because okay. it's, I, it's I have a com- I'm conf- I'm conflicted about like hands-on sex workers. I would feel I'm like not. there yeah. would need to be a conversation as to why why you're going to a st- You're in a fucking coma. No, but if I was not in a coma. We're talking about you being in a coma. No, but I'm I'm, I'm not the guy. I'm not going and getting stuff. I'm just talking about sex workers now. I'm talking about like how I'm We're still be- talking about comas, Betty. No, we stopped talking about comas. We're on sex work. Oh. I'm saying pay your local sex workers. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, no. But I was saying I'm conflicted about hands-on sex work in a relationship because I would, I don't know if I'd be angry, but I feel like there would be, like, I need to discover what the root of the problem is. Like, why are you going on to a hands-on sex worker if we're in a relationship? Yeah, but the only time where it would be okay for me is if I'm in a coma for a year. This is the point that I'm trying to make. (laughs) Do you think, do you think, like, maybe in, like, relationships where people have different sex drives? Like they still love each other, but they just well. They would definitely. I feel like it would be cheating if it wasn't consent wasn't given. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, yeah. or if maybe they had to be an agreement that the other person. Yeah, if you have if you have a piss pink, go and find somebody else, mate. Go and pay somebody. Yeah. Yeah, fuck me. Yeah. Oh shit! You like? Honestly, I wouldn't really care. I would just be like, okay, well, you know, go do your thing. And then come back yeah. to me when you're ready to have vanilla time. But not that I'm vanilla, but I'm just saying if that was the... If it was, yeah. Yeah. Moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> pay, pay your sex workers. Oh. Pay your sex workers. <laughs> and talk to your partner. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. What do we do? So that was my oh, game. Yeah. Love it. So wait, what That's was the game one. that we were meant to play next time? Because I already forgot so that we can remind the people. Um, things like like common tropes that we would... like What, what things like men saying and doing in romance books that we would actually yeah, such in real life. life. Or yeah. not agree to. Yeah. So, yeah. Fiction versus real yeah. life men. Yeah. yeah. All right. We need to wrap this what, up. Who's on next week? We're talking to Shayla Black and she is re releasing Tempt Me with Darkness. So, we'll see you there. Do we have it yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got it. I'm reading Sorry. it now. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.